Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. How are you doing during this pandemic? Hopefully you're watching us. In the studio with me, Paulette Stout, my co-host. There's a bottle of red wine up here. Of course, we're not drinking it uh, on set. (laughs) However, social distancing, not being able to hang out with your friends can cause excessive drinking. So uh, we wouldn't do a thing like that, but you know, here it is. So anyway, first of all, I want to start out by congratulating two absolutely wonderful friends of mine who I adore, uh, who got married this past weekend. I can't remember how many years they've been together, um, but at Gypsy Gold Farm, which is the number one thing on TripAdvisor to do in the Ocala-Marion County area and beyond, I think in North Central Florida, and I think they're 12 or 13 on the, Di- on the Disney Epcot Universal list, which isn't open anyway right now, but um, that's really incredible in the whole state of Florida. They got married this past weekend. What a beautiful photograph of them. That was gorgeous. Isn't that lovely? Really nice. Yeah, so congratulations um, to Erin and Dennis. And when we're back to normal, you must go on the tour at the Gypsy Gold Farm Tour because it's the best. Um, Everything from Mule Mums, beautiful Gypsy Vanners. The guy who brought Gypsy Vanners to America uh, and got the breed registered and everything. Really incredible story. Great place to visit. Love uh, Gypsy Gold and love Dennis and Aaron. So good luck to you, all the best, many blessings for a wonderful long life. And there's their, their Gypsy Gold logo there, beautiful horses they have out there, yep. incredible Gypsy. people. So congratulations, love it. And I hope you live happily ever after, which I know you will. Uh, to get to some news before we start the show, we have Dr. Kayot on next from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. And he's gonna be chatting about strangles, which is something that we've recently uh, had concerns um, at several farms having to be quarantined. So we're going to talk a little about that. And then we have the red carpet out. Actually, we don't have a red carpet. I need to talk to Gary Gilbert from Carpet One about red carpet because we have David E. Saunders here. He was actually the Duke of Edinburgh's coachman. And we're going to chat to him for a few segments. He's got some great stories. And we're going to close it out with Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch today. We're going to talk about fly repellent from the inside out. And we certainly need that right now because the flies are back ghastly, full force. Mm-hmm. I think they think it's the summertime already. Um, and it's really a pain in the neck. So we're going to talk to her about what we can do about repelling them. But let's start off with some news. A notice actually came out uh, recently at, at Tampa Bay Downs, who said, attention, horsemen, we are seriously considering extending their meet. So the current live racing meet at Tampa scheduled normally to close on May the 3rd. But the track is one of just five in North America still operating live racing without spectators, of course, in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Tampa has implemented some strict protocols to help uh, to prevent the spread of this virus, including not allowing jockeys to ship in to ride and ensuring horses shipping in have had their last work on the state of Florida, among others. Um, So they're working on that. There's a possibility they might extend that meet. And that goes along the lines of something I mentioned today, actually, when I was in my day job at the chamber, that a lot of horse people who have normally already gone back north 
are still here, which yeah. is the upside, really like right? There's a lot of Canadians, too. <laughs> I know. A lot of people have, have stayed. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, I spoke to um, Don Emmerich at All In Removal, and he said people have extended the length of their dumpsters mm -hmm. for pickup and delivery, uh, obviously due to the sale being moved from April to June for the mm -hmm. two-year-olds and other things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are still here who just mm -hmm. haven't gone home. So anyway, we're glad you're still here, and we hope you're watching. I wonder watching. if they can really go home. I wonder how many of that are closed. Uh, I think actually until the end of that 30-day like lockdown, it's pretty mm -hmm. much a, a stay here until the beginning of May regardless. And then I guess you know some people will decide, do they want to go back or not if all the shows are cancelled or... Do they just want to stay here? I would say just stay here. You know? done with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Equestrian Aid Foundation has distributed 160 relief checks to equestrians in financial crisis as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic as of April 16th. The initiative to support the equestrian professionals and industry service providers has been funded through the Disaster Relief Fund. The essential shutdown of the industry has really thrown the horse community into crisis. And many of the people who work uh, among week in and week out have been left with no means of financial security and no way forward. It's been rather devastating. Um, so applications for emergency grants have come in from all corners of the uh, horse world, from jump crew to stewards, instructors, whose lesson income has all but disappeared. Thanks to community support and some private donations and the great charity challenge, the Equestrian Aid Foundation has been able to fund an emergency grant payments of $500 to assist qualified applicants with basic living expenses. It's not a fortune, but it certainly is a lot of help sure for people who help, are, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The foundation is also financially supported by a growing number of businesses. So thank you to them for what they're doing for mm -hmm. the horse world at this rather difficult time. While eventing mm -hmm. is on lockdown, the US Eventing Association uh, Foundation has and a group of organizers and eventing stakeholders have continued to work behind the scenes on making eventing safer. Uh, for when the first horse is actually ready to leave the start box again in the future, hopefully soon. Uh, on April 16th, the members announced that the Manton Foundation has established a $250,000 matching grant to bolster the fundraising efforts to improve safety on cross-country courses. Of course, this comes up um, a lot. We've seen, very sadly, some bad accidents, mm -hmm. especially the rotational falls. We've even seen some deaths. And um, the mandate for safety towards the frangible technology, um, which is becoming more widely available, will continue during this downtime. So hopefully when they come back to actually competing, um, these safety yeah. measures have been made and changed. So um, we're hoping to Florida, look for that. The Florida Horse Park is trying to get a lot of their yes. jumps changed. Yes. And that takes a lot of money, so it takes it a lot does. of donations. It does. Mm -hmm. Equestrians around the world um, on <coughs> lockdown have come up with some really, really clever ideas for virtual horse shows to stay connected and help riders get in the practice they need, uh, with some constructive criticism, of course, and even raise some money for those in need during the crisis. But some of those shows are now in doubt as the FEI uh, memo came out circulating, clarifying rules regarding online competitions and warned FEI officials and judges they could face sanctions for participating. Why? Because unsanctioned events can't be... Oh, that's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's kind of sad because in a, what's becoming a virtual world... In fact, I was just at Pat and Linda Pirelli's farm yesterday and talk about people who've made it in the virtual world way before any of this. And really, virtual is the answer right now to all these um, mm -hmm. concerns and issues. So that mm -hmm. kind of made me a little sad to hear that.
Um, closing out in this segment, I want to talk this last minute about upcoming event that I'm participating in, uh, Walk uh, walk Like a Pharaoh Walkathon last year. We had a lot of people who attended and helped raise funds for gentle carousel miniature therapy horses who visit 25,000 sick and dying adults and children a year. It's an absolutely amazing uh, 501c3. Sadly, we had to actually postpone that real event. So myself and my Mustang, my BLM Mustang, who's been at my house for two months, um, Haley Price, who's been helping me with him, plus uh, Gentle Carousel, and also Kimmy Carp from Kimberden with Tiny Prince Charming, who's not very tiny. We are going to social distance at least a Percheron length apart uh, <laughs> this Saturday at 2.30 at American Pharaoh's training track here in Citra, McCathan Brothers Training Farm. And we are going to try and walk the track as many times as we can, me and my Mustang, and we're going to try to raise funds for Gentle Carousel. We've got some photos of Gentle Carousel, some information uh, about them here, but a wonderful 501c3, uh, uh, incredible. They make sometimes the end of last minutes of people's lives so much better. So um, please help us support that. I need sponsors. I need to be sponsored by the mile, by the lap, and I'm gonna walk as many as I can for them with my Mustang, with, with Kimmy Carp and her Percheron, and with the uh, Gentle Carousel Miniature Farm. Far apart, we'll be far apart. Got to wrap it up, getting the wrap it up sign. Coming back with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. Stay with us. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs. Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital.
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Joining us by phone, I have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith, and Paulette Stout, my co-host, is in the studio with me. Dr. Kayot, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being with us. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about something that's been a concern in Marion County. Uh, oh, look, we have the picture of Dr. Kayot on the screen. Isn't that oh, marvelous? That. <laughs> it's almost like having him here for real. Well, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, there have been some horses recently in this area tested positive for strangles, which, you know, periodically we do seem to have a little bit of, although I don't know of any recent pandemics. Is that a bad word? No. <laughs> ah, <yeah. laughs> that's a bad word. Talk to us a little bit about strangles and your experience with it, Dr. Kale. Well, strangles can be uh, a real um, thorn in your side. I mean, um, horses get very sick from it. It's uh, caused by a bacteria called Streptococcus equi. Um, it is um, readily passed between horses through coughing and nasal secretion. Um, Horses will typically exhibit signs within a, a week of exposure. Um, the, uh, the real unfortunate thing is it can actually live um, actually longer than a month on surfaces. So Ooh, it wow. can be um, viral um, for, for, over a, for over a month. And um, uh, that, that makes it kind of scary. So if you do have a horse that that uh, has strangles, you got to uh, be diligent and very careful about cleaning where those horses been because any of those nasal secretions or if the abscesses actually break open and drain, and the abscesses actually break open and drain, um, they can, it, uh, whatever that drains on, it, it could be uh, contagious for up to, you know, almost 34 days. So clean um, like you have the COVID. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That might become a new expression, clean you know, like you have and, the COVID. So but can it be in the is, ground? Yeah, what's that? Can it go into the ground? Yeah, it can go any, yep, it can go anywhere, you know, any any hard surface, um, Paulette, you know, it can it can live on the ground. Um, oh. uh, so how do you clean you the know. ground? That's a difficult well, one. You, you know, yeah, it's difficult, right? Yeah, it's difficult. You'd have to almost... Um, I mean, if, if you, you if you had them in a stall, you'd have draining. to totally, right? You'd have to totally That's strip right. the stall. You know, or, you, or you leave, you know, whatever you, whatever, um, uh, whatever area that is in, and you wall it off for 34 days, you yeah. know? So then you, so then you can walk it on your feet then, right? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's that's that's what makes it that's what makes it a management management nightmare because you could certainly carry it. You could be a fomite and carry it from one horse to the other. Um, mm -hmm. You know that the, the reason it is called strangles, of course, is because they get these big, huge, swollen submandibular abscesses, mm -hmm. and um, typically. Horses just need supportive care and that sort of thing. I don't typically put horses that have strangles on antibiotics. Um, there's been some reports that putting them on antibiotics can actually um, increase mm -hmm. the likelihood of it becoming bastard strangles, which really? uh, those are That sounds like a bad word. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad because um, uh, that 
that becomes where they have abscesses throughout their body. Oh. And obviously they become very painful. And, and uh, oh, this was years ago, but I had to end up putting the horse to sleep because of that. Really? Um, I didn't give him antibiotics. He just got it about a bad luck. But yeah. um, it, can, it can happen. Most horses, however, will will break uh will break the abscesses open and, and recover with supportive care but um you know it is a nightmare to deal with because it can spread through the farm and that's why a lot of times you know when there is a reported case those those farms are put in quarantine and um you know have have the uh, state state boys get involved and um you know, following along the cases at the farm. So it can be a, a real nightmare. Dr. Kaya, if if um if supportive care is not antibiotics, what is supportive care then? Um basically anti inflammatories. You like know, helping with the fever, bute, banamine, that sort of thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, fluids may be necessary if uh, you know they aren't drinking or they're they're getting dehydrated because they're not feeling well or they're you know it swells up around their um, uh, obviously around their throat throat latch area so it can be difficult for them to breathe mm -hmm. um, in the worst case scenario you'd have to do a tracheostomy because it got so big but um, you know yeah supportive care generally centers around uh, uh, non-steroidal therapy is there a specific test for it, or is it via the symptoms that you diagnose? Well, you can you can you can uh, culture. You can culture. The best way would be to culture if you're getting drainage out of one of the abscesses. You can culture the strep equi there. Sometimes you can get it out of the nose as well. You just have to be careful with the nose because the nose obviously is exposed to a lot more bacteria. So the best way to test it is. Um, is through the culture you can do pcrs on the back of the throat but the, the gold standard would be to to culture one of the abscesses and uh, and grow and grow it so so sanitizing obviously anything that could be contaminated water troughs oh, veterinary yeah. equipment twitches Absolutely. blankets grooming tools Absolutely. what yeah. are there any recommendations for quarantining other horses on the facility that have been close and do they recommend yeah. that for a certain yeah. period yeah, absolutely. I mean, the good part about it is, is if the horse has been exposed, generally they'll start showing signs within a week. So that's a pretty short amount of time. Um, but yes, um, you you should if you know that that horse has been you know exposed to blaze and and red and you know whoever else you have on the farm, then you need to separate those those particular horses as best you can, and and then monitor the monitor them and then monitor the rest of the farm as well but any any way that you can isolate the ones that are exposed the better off you're going to be in the way that you can uh, um, at least limit the number of cases that you see on your farm um, and what about vaccinating is that um, is that pretty foolproof is that recommended is that something you should do more than once a year well generally generally you can vaccinate for it um it's it's probably um less effective at at preventing the disease if they are exposed than say a west nile or a viral viral vaccine because of it being a a bacterial um problem um, however horses that are vaccinated um, tend to have less severe signs um, if they were to get exposed and get strangles so we do recommend you doing that i don't do it all the time honestly with my clients um, because it can make them somewhat 
ill and if it's not too much of a, if the risk is not too high i kind of leave that up to you know the owner as far as that goes but um in the in light of an infection like if you have it on the farm then i would definitely recommend um you know in vaccinating those uh that are closest yes. if when you have a um a positive horses for that and horses exposed, would you um, monitor them by taking temperatures a couple times a day, or, or would you just be watching and observing? Well, you can certainly you can certainly monitor them by taking temperatures. Um, what what you'll see typically is them go off feed, they'll spike a fever, and then you'll the first thing you'll notice is they'll they'll start with nasal discharge, a, a purulent, so mm-hmm. kind of a very thick mucusy kind of nasal discharge, and um, if you if you've had it on the farm, then that is a, that is a, a worry immediately. Then it's typically followed by the swelling of the of the lymph nodes under the jaw. Right, Dr. Kayot, we're at twenty seconds to be at the end of this segment. Uh, one last quick question: Prognosis yeah. is generally good, right? Yes, for the most that's part. That's correct. Good. That's correct. Yeah. Good. As yeah. long as you've got a good vet like Dr. Kayot. That's right. Thankfully, prognosis is good. Good. Most of them recover. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, It's lovely having you on the show with us every week. Thank you, Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. You can find out more information at petersonsmith.com, 237-6151, area code 352, of course. Thank you, Dr. Kayot. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You too. We've got uh, David E. Saunders is going to be with us, so stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard owner of Larson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is brought to you in part by Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. When you bring your taxes to Liberty Tax, we'll handle it. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you need, no matter what. And we're so confident we'll do a great job. You'll want to bring us your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. You may even want to bring us everyone in the world. But please don't. We're not staffed for that. 
Liberty Tax. Bring it. We'll handle it. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Quick shout out uh, for Larson's best hay. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, the the the, uh, the incredible experience I had going in there the other day. It was so fun. Everything is so safe, and they've got you stepped way back from the lady. And she handed me my receipt, and she took this long stick, but it had a clip on the end of it. And she put my receipt in the clip, and she handed it out. It was really priceless. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll share that photo with you on social media. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me. I have my co-host, Top Equestrian Paulette Stout. And joining us, we have a special guest this week, David Saunders, formerly head coachman to the Duke of Edinburgh Royal Muse, Windsor Castle. Uh, incredible. And actually was with the Duke from the inception of combined driving. So uh, he's got a lot of exciting stories. David, it's lovely to have you here. Well, thank you. Really a pleasure. First of all, to have another Brit here. In the, in the our plan is to take over the world. I know. Well, you know, they <laughs> thought they kicked us out, but I we're know. coming back. We're coming back stronger and much sneakier. Um, <laughs> we're making it in without a war or anything. We just, you know, here we are. So, where in England were you born? I wasn't. Oh, you weren't? I was not born in. I was born actually in North Africa. Where are you? In Egypt. My father was uh, in the I'm military. I'm into Egypt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was born in Port Fayed, which is on the Suez Canal. Um, I went through the Suez Canal, Maybe. and actually I rode a camel. His name was Moses. I rode him around the pyramids, okay. I swear. I think I know I'll that make camel. This stuff up, yes. <laughs> you probably trained him. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is going to be great fun. I know, isn't it, right? um, No, uh, my father was in the military, um, and uh, the Americans will probably understand this because you, you owned and built the Panama Canal, while the British and the French owned and built the Suez Canal. Correct. And of course, it was at the time when uh, the monarchy, King Farouk, was being overthrown by President Nasser, and they were going to nationalise it all. And of course, the British and the French sent troops over there to try and keep it sorted out sorted out but it didn't work so uh, uh, it was another failure by the British but never mind <laughs> <laughs> so no um, so I lived uh, as an army brat most of my time in the Middle East the Far East Germany um, both my sisters three, two of my sisters were born in Germany uh, they went to boarding school in Germany um, and I went to school in Germany I hated boarding school uh, no I, I just went to uh, when I say British military schools they were schools for the Dependence, so mm -hmm. you know, because people think of a military school as you're in the yes, military, but right. So, um, and you learn when you go to those uh, overseas with your parents, you, you people are coming and going, so everyone does an 18 month tour of duty. So, I might arrive and you might be leaving next week, right. and she might just come the week after me. Right. So, you know, you have to make friends fast, yes. So that's, that, that, that kind of so set, how old that, set, that set me up for a life with horses because yes. you have to make friends real You're quick. right, yeah. absolutely. So how old were you when you moved to England? Um, 13, 14. Oh gosh, okay. Yeah. And so did you get horsey right away? or No, no, no. I, no I wasn't horsey at all because we were abroad a lot. Um, but my father was a member of the saddle club and rode and my grandfather was an MFH. 
And for those of you that don't know what an MFH is, a master of foxhounds. They were actually basset hounds. I loved fox hunting Melton when Mowbray. I was a little girl. I, I love these stories. You know, yes. you know Melton Mowbray? <laughs> I do. My, my, my family, father's family was from Melton Mowbray, so he was, so I did have horses in my, in my blood, but, um, but I, I, I came back and my father was made redundant. The, that means unemployed, by the way, for go, those yeah. of you that don't know. Well, they, they, <laughs> Let me translate <laughs> for you. Made redundant. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, um, you don't say that here. No. no. You don't say going I abroad know, much here either. No. When you say things like that, I feel I must tell people, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> keeping your pecker up has a whole different <laughs> connotation in this what country. What does that mean? Keep your chin up. Keep your chin up. <laughs> It means be happy. Yeah, Don't worry. Keep your fucker up. <laughs> so anyway, um, just to start my career, I came back from being in the military. My father was um, regimental sergeant major in RSM, which is assistant god to the CO. It, it, any of you military people will know that. Um, so when we came back, he was um, demobbed, demobilized, and. Um, uh, I went to school and left school when I was 15. Went for a Did you have your O levels or not yet? No. no. No O levels or A levels. No, I'm completely uneducated. Jolly good. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. And you can really do something? I yeah. know. <laughs> so, well, I try. You can uh, do a lot. I've never used any algebra See? in everyday life. No. Sorry, just I don't think say. algebra has anything to do with a four in hand nothing. or an eight in hand no, or nothing. No. No. No, but I think um, uh, the school of life that. Well, I started working when I was abroad. Actually, we were in, it's now called Yemen. It's, it used to be Aden. It used to be a, a BP, British Petroleum mm -hmm. Refinery, and my father was out there protecting that. Um, and I started work when I was 12 in, I think in America you call it the PX, we call it the NAFI, which is like a supermarket for the yeah. married families. Mm -hmm. And I used to work nights stacking shelf when I was 13. And then there I worked go. in a bowling alley. I worked in a. You know when I worked where I worked when I was thirteen, the Shakespeare Hotel in oh, the yeah. Still Room oh, in yeah. Stratford on Avon. Oh, I yeah. fibbed. It was the only lie I ever told in my life. I told them I was sixteen <laughs> and I wasn't. It really was. Never, I'm really anti-fibbing. No, I actually yes, but that's the only one. Okay. <laughs> and not lie. It's evasive. It's called evasive. Well, anyway, that's <laughs> different. Started work doing paper rounds and then left school, but it, I left school kind of at the beginning of summer, so I wanted a summer job. And um, I really didn't know anything about horses, but I saw lots of cute girls working with polo ponies. <laughs> there there was go. this polo yard. That did it. There was a polo yard just across like, the road. Mm. And I saw all these kind of cute girls and I thought, that's got to be the place where you need to be. Yes. You know, a young hormonal 15, 16 year old. So I started mowing grass and mucking stalls, and, and so I really started working with horses uh, with polo ponies. How interesting. Which is when I first met the royal family, because I worked for a guy called Edward Bowlby, and of course he played polo up at the Guards Polo Club up on Smith's Lawn, and of course that's where uh, Prince Philip and Prince of Wales and you know, the rest of the princes have, have played. So it was kind of ironic. Um, it's that it led you exactly. down the path. It, but I'm a great believer in fate and karma. That's like the Irish Europodist said, I've got your fate in my hands. <laughs> um, sorry, right. a, 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 your feet, your fate. <laughs> your you know, fate, it's, it's the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try and keep up. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep up, I really so, am. Um, <laughs> uh, I started working with, with um, uh, with polo ponies, but of course, and I hate to tell you this, but I was born the year the Queen ascended to the throne in 52. 
and my daughter was born in 77 during the Silver Jubilee. So it's, it, my kind of road to the royal family was kind of paved without my knowledge. Does that make sense? It does. Hold that thought. We have to go to break. The good news is we have two more segments with David, and it'll never be enough, so we'll have to go to Grand Oaks uh, down in Wearsdale with the camera and get his whole biography on film. You'll love it. But this is a good start. We'll be back with David and Paulette in just a couple of minutes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of old right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Paulette Stout, and we have David Saunders here. When going by, started with the little childhood, because everybody loves to know about how on earth did you get there, and when did you start riding, and all that good stuff. So now we're on to the Royals, and we've got some photos, if you're joining us on Facebook, that you can uh, see. If you're listening on uh, 97.3 theskyradio.com, you can go to the Horse Talk Show and like it on Facebook. You can actually watch this video anytime you want, and you'll get to see the photos. So let's take it to the Royals. So how on earth did you ever end up carriage driving and then yes. carriage driving for... HRH, the Duke of Edinburgh yeah, himself. There himself, yes. Lovely, handsome fellow. Thanks, Philip. My part in his downfall. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's me and him there. That's um, lovely. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get that's to that brilliant. in a minute. That's, the nice thing about him was, you know, people sort of say, what was he like? Well, there he was winning Royal Windsor Horse Show there with the Queen, you can see there. And he, I, as his coach slash trainer, I was always invited to sit up on the carriage next to him. And, um, you know, I know people uh, kind of badmouth him a little bit, but he, he realised who did the work and appreciated you for it. So, How anyways. nice is that? So you got to be right there. Yeah. Well, well, first, the way I got to the Muse was kind of interesting because um, I was a, an RSS, which is a registered shoeing smith in England. There's three levels, RSS, uh, AFCL and FWCF, Fellow of the Worshipful Company of Farrowers and Associate and RSS. So, it's a very serious thing there. Yes, and, and so I, you know, worked shoeing horses. Um, I was too old at the beginning to be an apprentice. They called me an improver. So I learned to shoe horses and um, got married and was kind of living above a, a beauty parlour, uh, hairdressers. And um, the Horse and Hound, which is the kind of weekly magazine, the dog and donkey as we call it, um, has classified this situation as vacant and in the back it just said carriage groom wanted P.O. box blah 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 accommodation provided and I thought wow accommodation provided that's going to be wonderful because I was earning pennies and um, so I s sent off the res my resume and I'd worked with people with driving horses before people that had done carriage work for movies I'd done several movies I'd worked with Michael Caine Omar Sharif or oh my god as we called him because he was always complaining about the horses that hated this take the filthy smelly thing away from me but anyway that's, that's another story for another time oh yeah it's um, a lovely story we, we will have to hear about the Omar Sharif one um, so I don't know about a week later the phone rang uh, of course, we didn't have cell phones in them days. The phone rang, and I picked up the phone, and I said, uh, the "Hello." Ones with the cord. Yeah. Two with the cord. <laughs> I it and the beat went on different parts of your ear. Yeah. Um, and I said, <laughs> "I said hello," and this guy said to me, um, "Is that David Saunders?" And I said, "Yes, David Edward Saunders." And I thought, "I'm always in trouble if they start calling you by your middle name." David Edward. Oh, two wonderful names. My dad's name and my son's name. My dad's name, middle name. My dad, well. David. He's David Allen. My son is Edward William. There you go. Love those names. Great name. Brilliant. Yeah, better than Archie. Oh, much. Uh, anyway, we won't, we won't <laughs> um, so anyway, this guy said, um, "My name is Major Phelps, and I'm the superintendent at the Royal Mews Buckingham Palace." He's related to Mary Phelps. No. <laughs> and and I said, "Yes, I bet you are." And I put the phone down because I thought, and I said to my wife, "You at think the time, he's joking?" Yeah, I, I said to my wife, "I said some bastard from down the pub is pulling my leg, turning its bucket." Well, it's like you. It's like well, yeah. Paulette. It's like the oh, the president. Uh, the president. Yeah, the president's <laughs> on the phone for you, Paulette. Here, look, you know, you, you kind of. Think. So anyway, the phone rang back again, and I, I picked up. He said, "Now don't hang up. Don't hang up. You apply for this job, blah blah blah." And then he said, uh, "We'd like you to come to London for an interview." I said come to London for an interview I said I can't be doing that I can't afford that I can't afford the train fare I'm busy oh we'll pay all your expenses don't worry so I went up there and got the job and my job initially was a junior liveried servant now all three parts of that are kind of bad <laughs> junior liveried which means you wear livery which is that, that, that the clothes of the house right that whether you're a duke an earl a queen or whatever see um, and and you're a servant so um, and what happened is Prince Philip had just started driving and had kind of just written the rules for the, for the sport and um, I was the lowest man on the totem pole. And, um, but I saw an opportunity here to kind of 
move on up the scale. So within three, maybe four years, I was the Duke of Edinburgh's coachman. So, and Isn't that cool? Well, again, as, as I was trying to say earlier on, he's, he's such a nice guy, and if you're enthusiastic, he's enthusiastic. So I love that. I mean, I would say to him, we, the horses are connected to the carriage, and the way they're connected to the carriage, the quick releases are really old-fashioned, and if a horse is down, and, under the, and the traces are under, the traces are the things that connect the horses to the carriage, by the way, um, if a horse is in an accident, you, you, people resort to cutting the leather, and as you know, if you get any leather fixed, that costs an arm and a leg. And I said to Prince, you know, there's got to be a better way of doing this. And he came back the next weekend to me, because he was a sailor, and he had these snap shackles, which wow. they, they're at the top of masts, and when you pull a string and the, the thing kind of flies off. Quick and, release. Um, quick release, yeah. They were, but they're called actually, their real name is snap shackles. And they snap were, shackles? It, yeah. They were made for the yachting or the ship's chandlery. Which I just texted you yesterday about my father. Exactly. In the yachting, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and of course, <laughs> I was lucky because... The guy I took over from was uh, a Major Phelps, and he'd kind of retired from the household cavalry, and he'd kind of, you know, most people had gone there to retire. You I'm know, quite nice, sure he's related nice to Mary Phelps. Job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a nice little cushy job at the Muse, and of course, um, but I wanted, you know, the sport was in its... Uh, beginning. Uh, beginning, absolutely, infancy. infancy yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I saw this opportunity, I thought, this is, we, we've got to make this better, and... Um, so I kept coming up with all these ideas, and Prince Philip came coming up with all these ideas, and of course, the the people in the palace that run the palace, the, the palace mafia, for want of a better word, kind of didn't really like that because it was... I've probably got 20 memos, <laughs> memos as I call them. Memos. From the master of the horse, from the crown equerry, the master of the household. You're too familiar with His Royal Highness. <laughs> You're too familiar with You were with in the doghouse a lot. But of course... If they ask you a question about the horses, I mean, I was lucky because at, 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 in the end we were driving homebred horses, mostly mares, bred by Her Majesty the Queen. And what were they? What were they? Cleveland Bay. Cle Cleveland Bay Cross. Um, Cle Cleveland Bay Cross. Um, uh, uh, um, Cleveland Bay Cross thoroughbred and Cross um, Oldenburg. Because we had all these mares that had retired from driving, and the Crown Equerry at the time, Sir John Miller. Um, had this great idea um, about breeding our own horses because uh, like now for instance they buy horses in mm -hmm. and of course there's nothing like breeding you know there's your nothing own. like breeding your own you right know, it's absolutely so yeah and of course but of, of course that all went by the by and um, actually I got my father ended up at the stud groom at Hampton Court Palace where all these carriage horses were bred so he was there for oh, how fabulous. twenty odd years. So uh, so hold that thought, okay? Because we just got the one minute thing, which means now we only have thirty seconds. But when we come back, I'm going to have to ask the ultimate question that all horse people want to know: One, did you love Princess Diana, or did you not? I know that has nothing to do with horses, but horse people want to know, and he's going to hate me for asking it. And number two, what do you think about Harry and Meghan leaving? I can't get over that one. He's probably going to hate me. But just because we're horse people doesn't mean we don't want to know. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us.
This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines, and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at innovawellnessspa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, we'll simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout. And we have David Saunders, who we need for like five more shows so we can hear all of these great stories. But i got to ask him the question we're all waiting for. Princess Diana. Well, I actually spoke to her on two occasions. One at Sandringham, when they were engaged, uh, we were driving along Pedder's Way, which was is an old... Was she pretty? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Pedder's Way is an old Roman road, and we were driving along it, and they were out walking, her and uh, the Prince of Wales, and we picked them up on the carriage, and of course she sat up next to Prince Philip, where I was sitting, and then I rode on the back and on the back with the Prince of Wales. And the only other time I said hello wow. to her... Do you have to pinch yourself when you say that? No, it was, it was really put, just... Don't you wish you could have taken a selfie well, right there? Yeah, well, yeah, because we didn't have, we didn't have all that in those no. days. But, uh, but, but I did drive on, when I say the royal wedding, it was the, the, the wedding of the century. Um, and I know there's, um, there's been a couple of weddings since with... Um, he has video of that. Yeah, I sent it to you. Yes, um, that's right. You have to remember there was two million people on the streets of London. We went there with four processions and came back with two. So while the service was going on, we were kind of switching carriages because she went there as a commoner, but she came back as a member of the royal family. So she didn't have the, uh, the royal escort. If you see her, she's escorted by um, members of the um, Metropolitan City of London Police, I should say. Um, so we did that wedding and it was, I think over a billion people watched it on television. So it he explained they go to the wedding a certain way, but when they're married, they leave differently. Well, yeah, but we, we had it's four... tradition. There, well, no, but, but there was four processions going there. There was the bride's procession, the bridegroom's procession, 
the bridesmaids procession and the queen's procession and then when we came back it was the bride and groom and the queen's procession because oh, wow. everyone came back in right. the same thing um, so did you like her I, 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 you only met her no, I, mean, I, I, I didn't form any opinion about her because I mean she wasn't one of the things you learn working in the royal household is never mix up your royals I worked for the Duke of Edinburgh yes so his staff were my people um, you wore the Duke of Edinburgh's tie and you were a member of his, his, his household staff. Now, because the, the ultimate boss was the Queen, obviously, and she bred the horses, so I would mix with her. And you loved her, I'm sure. Absolutely. But actually, the, 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 the real Queen's sweet... amazing, really. The real sweetheart was Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. Oh, I know. And the I mean, there's a, I got a oh. load of stories about her. She was. Oh, we sweetness. need more stories really? of her. But first of all, you must tell me what do you think about the about the Harry and Meghan leaving? Well, you must have an opinion of that. It's, My well, opinion it, is, what's wrong with this generation? Well, of course, I think every generation wants to reinvent the wheel. And of course, when I first went to the Muse, you know, I was, you know, there was all these old sods there that, you know, were sods. I'll translate yes. that one later. Um, were were um, we were running muse. the Muse in the Muse? What's a Muse? Okay, the Muse is where they kept the birds of prey, the raptors, and they kept the horses where they kept the birds of prey because they hunted with the birds of prey. And the oh, the sound a bird of prey makes is a mew. Mew. They mew. Oh. So it's the muse. So you were kept with the birds of prey. Well, no, the birds of prey were long gone by the time we go there. But you were called muse. We, the royal muse. What sort of yeah. birds were they? Birds of prey, falcons. Falcons. Yes, yeah. They, 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 but this was years. And, I mean, this was. But middle, they just kept. The, they kept the name. They kept because it was the muse. That's where the birds of prey were kept and the horses were kept. See. And then, and then, of course, mm -hmm. when horse-drawn carriages, they kept them there, and then they kept the cars. It was the transport place, you know. Um, but I digress. What was I saying? Oh, the royal wedding. Yeah. Um, and Harry and, and Harry and Meghan. Well, yes. I'm it's, it's sorry, all, but I can't no, believe it, anybody it, would no, leave it, the it, Queen. It's, 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 all, it's all kind of disappointing, and it's kind of um, interesting that he would want to do that but I guess he has his own life to live and his course his great great uncle Edward uh, you know he, he married the right. that Simpson woman as they yes. called her the American you know <laughs> no. yeah. um, so yes I mean he's entitled to do what he wants but of course there's always a, a, a price to pay and, and I, I worked for 20 years for the Queen and you know Still, whenever I go to Royal Windsor Hall show, the Queen will say hello, Prince Philip will say hello, um, uh, Prince Edward, he was always, I always mixed with him because he, he was kind of like a young lad and, uh, you know, he, he helped, I remember one time we, Prince Philip called me up and said that we, they, were having, they were having a little Gymkhana in, in the I home park private. I love And um, so he said, could you bring the trailer and the Range Rover down because we want to move some jumps. So I bought it down and we're kind of putting up jumps and I looked around and it struck me. You said about having a cell phone. I looked around and I was the only commoner there. There was most of the crown heads of Europe. Um, Prince Michael von Hesse, who was Prince Philip's cousin or the Queen's cousin. Or, I mean, they're all related to each other. So, so and, and of course, Prince Edward was there and he was always helpful. I think, that, I think there's a picture, I might not have sent it to you, but of me with Prince Edward moving the carriage because in the early days they used to weigh the, every carriage. And of course, Prince Philip and the Queen were chatting away and the, all the paparazzi are, are focusing on them. And I'm 
let's get the carriage on the waist thing so we can get the horses taken away and he helped me put it on. And, and the other person that I really got on well was the Princess Royal, um, Princess Anne. Uh, her and I got on famously. She was, well, you know, she was the son they always wanted. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um, but, but no, but she was very down to earth and she was married to um, Captain Mark Phillips at the time. Right. Um, but um, so they were the, the, the Queen, Prince Philip, uh, Prince Edward and the Princess Royal. They were the only royals I really dealt with. Um, I did, it's, there's another story with Harry I can tell you about the red-headed stepchild I'll tell you well that look story my production later. people are going to shoot okay. me well that'll be another but story no, for another time but I'm going to tell you we're Tom will kill me later I'll pay for this later but we're going to have one more segment with him before we go to finish up the show if David doesn't mind because I have so many more things I want to ask him today and I, I know there's it lots wasn't more long enough it's never <laughs> long enough well that sounds like a dirty British joke there you go yes as the actress said to the bishop <laughs> as the actress said to the bishop oh I haven't heard that in so long uh, social distance oh yeah sorry hand sanitizer hands. somebody quick use some of this wine oh. yes, <laughs> not wine <laughs> anyway sorry carry on until we at least get Tom to give us the finger, because he'll give us the one minute. Oh, we're still going? Yes, yeah. we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did the Royal Wedding, uh, the uh, uh, Royal Ascot, um, But if you state visits. But if you would have gone to college, you probably would have missed all this. Well, yes. Um, this is a lesson, kids. No. Shh. No, no, no. Sometimes that is. But, but you, I it's mean, true, though. Instance, Life is short. Life is but, short. But, for instance, now, I, I, I mean, I work in... Uh, Chile, in South America, in Spain. I, it goes speak, I everywhere. Speak, speak quite a lot of Spanish, quite a lot of German, a lot of Dutch, some French. I can say probably 20 words in 20 languages. Arabic, Swedish. Um, An encyclopedia of tradition, because I'd always go, I'd have one of these questions, and i go, David, I have one of my stupid questions again, and so, I'd go, say something about the harness, and he'd always be able to answer it. So Tom just gave me the finger, and it was the middle one because we added a segment. Um, no, I'm just kidding, it wasn't. He's, <laughs> he's wonderful. Brick City Creative Media are rock stars. They put up with a lot because they're not horse people, and I am, so I have to say. Um, Captain Jack, as I call him, Ian, uh, went with me to the Pirellis yesterday. He was brilliant. We've got some great Pirellis uh, segments at home with the Pirellis coming up for you in a, in a couple of weeks. So, um, But we're going to come right back and have one more segment with David before we close it out and then get David to stay with us for Earth Song Ranch so he can say hi to Jessica Lynn when we talk about fly repellent because I'm sure he doesn't mind because he's a Brit with a sense of humor. So he'll hang out with us till the end of the show. But we're going to come back and have one more segment so he can talk to me. Because I want to know about Harry and I still want to know what he thinks about Harry and Meghan's exodus. So wrapping it up, going to be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure. The best sales staff and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. 
This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Paulette Stout and David Saunders. Back to where we were. Where were we? We've jumped around like crazy, but it's been so fun. <laughs> well, I think it's all very kismet, is like karma, mm -hmm. because you're from Stratford-on-Avon, aren't you? Yes, I was born in Coventry, actually. I was born in Meriden, oh. the centre of England. Oh, OK. A Walsh Hall, Walsh Lane, Meriden. And people, does, does, does everyone in America know what it means when you're sent to Coventry? No, um, no but actually, it's a very bad thing. It's a very bad thing. It means you're being ignored if you get sent to Coventry. And exactly. Says, Why have you sent me to Coventry? It's a terrible thing. But my mother and father grew up in the Coventry, Kenilworth area. Ah, okay. My father actually wore a gas mask to school oh, in the morning. Easy. Yes. Stonely Abbey Riding School is right. where I took all my riding lessons right. and where I kept my pony. 60 Acre, which is was part of Stonely. We used to turn our ponies out at 60 Acre at Stonely. Um, and then when I was about seven or eight, we sold our house, Walsh Hall, to the lead singer of ELO, Jeff Lynn. Oh, okay. And we moved to um, just outside uh, Leamington Spa in Ufton. Oh, okay. and Harbury area and then from there we moved to Stratford-on-Avon to Tiddington and well, I lived I, in I Stratford. I just think it's ironic because uh, in my PowerPoint presentation which I, is great well it's <laughs> I, I, I wanted to have a mission statement you know everyone wants to have a quote by Nietzsche you know yes. uh, um, conchi ergo sum you know I think therefore I am yes. you know was that Nietzsche or no? That was Rene Descartes. I beg your pardon. Sorry, because I've got no education. I can't remember. <laughs> it. But um, and I do and can't remember mine. But I remember Richard III by Billy Shakespeare. Yeah. From Stratford on Avon. Yes. A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. And that's I took that as my mission statement because he meant it. Say as that again. A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. So Richard the third, third fell off his horse, and basically you're dead if you fall off your horse because the foot soldiers will kill you. You can't move around with all that armour on. But oh, wow. I kind of adapted it for me because horses have given me... I mean, I've met most of the crown heads of Europe, some very rich and influ influential and powerful people, and even more now sitting you, you, you ladies. But, um, <laughs> but, but the horses have done that for me, and I'm sure horses have done that for you. Oh, so have. the horse is the great... Connector. Exactly. Yeah. The horse is the greatest connector. And communicator. Because yes. We, we all, and I know you deal with Pat Pirelli. I've met him once and I've, I've worked with John Lyons and, yes. and all these people like that. And of course, they all kind of, and I'm probably going to piss them off now, think that they're the ones with the brains. It's not, and I'm a great believer. I train horses all day long, you know, Paulette knows that. What I try to do is put them in a position where they learn how to do it yeah. and you make it easy for them to learn right. And of course, that's why I had a horse a horse my kingdom for a horse because horses have given me not only a You know, I've made a living. I haven't made a great deal of money But I've met and worked with some very very important and 
in interesting people in the my horse life. is the all-time connector exactly I can tell you I've met some of the most incredible people in the world through the horse we're going to put some pictures up before I get into trouble here for not having the pictures up of this wonderful carriage and this is at Disney yes so um, they made the f live action movie uh, Cinderella and uh, Mary Richards is a friend of mine on Facebook and she works at um, the I forget the name of it the horse place there um, and they were shipping over the carriage because they'd made it in Pinewood Studios which is just outside of Windsor and they'd had this carriage built and they wanted to over Christmas and New Year to drive this carriage live but they only had like these big percherons that pulled the trolley and the, the the small gray ponies that pulled the little Cinderella coach for the weddings so she said to me is there any way do you have a client and I know you do that's got some gray horses and I said yes I Gloria Austin she's got these Spanish horses and uh, so yes, I said I'll give you a clue yeah, who's on, uh, there they who's are, on no. the show next week yeah. um Give you three guesses. Chloe yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah, and these, these are horses here. <laughs> oh, this is a gala coupe. And that's and that's the golden carriage. Yeah, that's, that's um, incredible. And, and, and there was no practice with that. I had to drive that um, on the day. And of course, you know, people say, "Oh, I can drive six horses." You know, and yeah, people right. can drive six horses down the road. That carriage is three million dollars. Yes, the golden. So carriage. you couldn't wreck, wreck it, and I, I didn't. I had one shot at driving it. And, and I had that to drive. Day. Yeah, and, and we were expecting 400 people and 4,000 people turned yes, up at the Grand Oaks. they did. I was there. <laughs> I saw it. When was this? Three years ago. Yeah. Oh, I wish I'd I mean, he was, it was crowded. It was cr there was no room for any But let me tell mistakes. you about Dizzy. 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 Disney. It, it really is the happiest place because we, we went to go backstage and we were our own parade. But the fascinating thing, and I'll probably get excommunicated from the Disney circle now, but backstage, they're loading up for the, the, the daily parade, and all these people are getting in all these kind of little machines that, you know, and they're lifting them up in, in forklifts and stuff like that. And of course, we went off and did our little parade, and um, it was about a kilometer, and it took me about eight and a half minutes to do it. And, um, and you got the most applause. Absolutely. And these people were just absolutely... Because that well, was the carriage that was in the movie. That was the carriage in the movie. And we did um, uh, a night shoot. Um, I'll, I'll have to show you a picture of the night shoot. I don't know whether you've got... Yeah, yeah, there was a picture, yeah we there was have a, a night shoot. Picture, I think. There you go. That was not for the daytime. That was We did that like at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning for the, the heads that they were paying for it all. And um, they wanted to see what it was like. And, you know, the men sweeping the streets, emptying the toilets, restocking the, 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 the shops, they all stopped and applauded as I drove by. And I, because it yeah. looked so great. Yeah. And when we finished oh. it, this, these big knobs came over and said, oh, thank you, Mr. Saunders, that was wonderful, you know, blah, blah, blah. Can we ask you a favour? And I said, sure. Could you smile and wave? Because I'd been working for the Queen. You don't and smile, smile and wave. <laughs> the queen. And of course, that was my cue, and that's why you can see in the pictures. I'm kind of, you know, I'd pick out a little kid and wave and say hello like that, and they'd say, "Look, Mummy's saying hello to me," you know. How so amazing. it was. And we did two parades a day for 16 days, and we took the horses up there and came back every day. It was like 12-hour days, but it was worth it. People said, "Aren't you getting sick of it?" I said, "No." As soon as 
you know, the smell of the grease paint and the lights, you, you know, and the horses, they, they played our song, you know, the, the, if you've ever seen it, you'll see it, it's on YouTube, I think. Um, and you can, you, as soon as the music came on, they'd count me down and we'd, the horses just walked off and they loved it. And we had to go over little ro railroad tracks, we had to go and over cobble streets. And you said that carriage was really heavy. Three tons, because it had a smoke-making machine in it for the movie. And it had all these lights, so it had batteries for it. So um, three tons. Three tons. Yeah. My gosh! So it was it was really kind of fascinating. Um, and, How and incredible! It was, it, was, it was lovely to go to Disney. You know, it was it was like a, a dream come true. So um, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was fascinating. The happiest place in the world. Yeah, not at the moment because it's not open. Well, some of the stuff that he's driven. I mean, the carriages that he's driven has just been incredible. And even like the the. The golden carriage at the Grand Oaks was that day. I was there and I saw the whole thing, and I was just like, "Oh my God!" If anybody really understood what he just did, that you know, the horses were never hooked to it. They had no practice. They had no practice. The harness was put on, and they were hooked. They were the show. The curtain was going back, and they were on. And that was the first time they were hooked to that, and he had to drive it through the crowds. Huh. Thank David, you. we're at one minute again already. <laughs> okay, I don't no know. So here's the good news. So I'm going to take Ian and a camera and go to Grand Oaks and point it at him because I want to hear about the Queen Mum. Who doesn't want to hear about the Queen Mum? That's brilliant. Oh, David, will you stay with us for the last segment of the show? Sure. Brilliant. What a wonderful chap to have in here and what fabulous, brilliant stuff he knows. Fun and, stories. Oh my gosh. Yes. Unbelievable. Now we're going to go to Grand Oaks with the camera and get the whole the whole lot. I, I have so, I have a million more questions. Oh, anyway, coming back, we are going to have Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch. We're going to talk about keeping those blasted flies away. I'm not sure how you can do that, but uh, internally and externally, it is possible, or at least we can help the situation. We're not even in the summer yet, and they're all over the bloody place. Did I say bloody? Yes. Yes. I did. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. <laughs> Stay with us. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly mask, fly control and spray, vaccines and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com.
This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the last segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. This segment also brought to you by Summit Joint Performance and Earth Song Ranch. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Paulette Stout. And we also have our special guest David Saunders still with us. And joining us by phone, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. She's a wealth of information on holistic help for your animals, whether that be your, um, your horse, your dog, or actually even yourself. Jessica Lynn. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hello. I hear four-leggeds and birds and everything else in the background. <laughs> I'm down at the barn. <laughs> ah, great place to be. So um, we're not quite in the summer months yet, but we're headed into May, and it's a lot warmer here in Florida than it was. And I'm experiencing fly overload. I don't know about anybody else, but more flies than I've seen this early at this time of year than ever, quite a nuisance. So I want to talk a little bit about some recommendations that you have for fly repellent internally and externally. Um, what I like to use for fly repellent is usually a blend of essential oils. Um, rosemary, eucalyptus, citronella, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones I use, lavender, and a little bit of tea lavender. tree. And what I do is I put them in a mixture of apple cider vinegar and water 50-50. The and flies don't it. like to bite a skin that has apple cider vinegar on it, but the smell of the essential oils will you know, repel them anyway. Wow. Is there anything that apple cider vinegar doesn't work on? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried to polish silver with it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting but what I've found over the years with the horses, the more kind of sweet feed you feed them or hay that's high in sugar, the more they seem to attract the flies. And I'm not sure why that is. That's true. So, you know, the cleanest feed is the best thing you could do. But for horses, too, I mean, I had three phone calls this afternoon before you called. All the people are getting worried about the noceums and also the flies starting. So... The what noceums I told them are is always get the horses allergy. on vitamin B1 because the vitamin B1, 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 right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So we do six times the adult dose on a bottle, you know, a, a capsule or a tablet. And what it does is it puts a scent on the horse's skin that we can't smell, but that repels the flies. Vitamin B1. Mm -hmm. So you just buy the B1 for people. The B1 for people and do six times the adult dose. Wow. Now, this also yeah. works for dogs for fleas as well. Vitamin B1? 
Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah, da absolutely. David has a question Jessica for you, Jessica. Hold on. Uh, Jessica, what about garlic? Oh, I was going to get to that. You, I haven't gotten there yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd always heard. You can put it from the inside because it's, it's like me. If, you know, you know, if you're out on a date, you either both have garlic or you, neither of you have garlic. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it comes through the skin. Yes, know? it does. Right. You're right. No, yeah. I, I have a product that I've sold for a long time. In fact, I started all my horses on it a week ago when I knew the temperatures were going up. And it's called Bugzo. Bugzo. And I love Bugzo. I know, I love What's this stuff, that? but I need to send you some. Please. Anyway, it has apple cider vinegar powder. It has two forms of garlic powder. It has vitamin B1, grapeseed extract, and it's marvelous. It is marvelous. I used it all of last Grape summer. Grapeseed extract. Yes, so Bugzo, it? it's called Bugzo. Yeah, Bugzo. It's brilliant stuff. Feed through, it's incredible, yeah. and it does work. And I used yep. it all of last summer. How do you spell that? B-U-G? B-U-G-G-Z-O. Bugzo. Yeah. I used it all of last summer. It saved me. And people like to feed diatomaceous earth, and they think it's for worms or for parasites in the intestinal tract. It really isn't. And what it is is it's a feed-through. Uh, they're little tiny shards of glass if you were to look at it under a microscope. And when it comes through the manure, it cuts up the fly eggs. Mm -hmm. So it helps with that. It doesn't do 100%, but it all, it's helpful. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and the other but, thing, Jessica, what people don't always understand is there's a whole animal husbandry care and attention of paddocks. If, if you yes. know, the, the cycle of the eggs, if you keep the grass under a certain length, the ultra, right. ultraviolet lights will actually kill the larvae. But if the grass That's gets right. too long, it becomes a little jungle, and mm -hmm. it's like a little paradise for them. That's my fault. Yeah. I have a jungle paradise. Yeah, well, that's yeah, well the... you see, I live in the high desert. I don't have that problem. Yeah, she oh, lives well. in the desert. She's in California. So oh, okay. she, she doesn't have that issue. But I do. I have a jungle paradise right now right. for right. larvae. For the horses who get the, you know, the sweet itch, it's called, or the noceum bites, what I do is I get an actual no-sode from England, from Helios, a that what? I give to those a horses no daily. Yeah, so no-sode from England. Do you know where in England? What's a no-sode? Um, I don't remember. I just order online from them. I've done it for no years. A no but they do have that no-sode, and I do give it to my clients' horses that... You know, raw by the end of summer from those little buggers. Jessica Paulette wants to know what, what a no sowed is. What is a no sowed? Um, a no sowed, oh boy, how do I explain a no sowed? Most no sows are like the ones I mainly sell are a homeopathic immunization as opposed to like a vaccine. So, a vaccine. so they take a like substance and they success it down into a homeopathic formula. So then you don't, like, the body doesn't react to like the bite of that bug. Check that out. Well, you'll be interested to know, um, Jessica, I worked for the Queen for 20 years, it, particularly uh -huh. for the Duke of Edinburgh, and he was, him and the Queen are great homeopathic. Um, I know they are. Uh, in fact, <laughs> we used to treat horses with calendula. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the other stuff? Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Um, Thanks also, for reminding me of that, because the other thing for uh, what I do with the horses... We're doing a fine job. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Calendula <laughs> is one of my favorite things because what you can do is you can make a sun tea with just a handful of calendula flowers. And then you put, like, you fill up a spray bottle half full and then fill it with water the rest of the way. And these horses that get bit up too a lot or, or you know, getting raw or have a lot of bumps, 
spray the calendula tea on them and they go away. What about arnica? We use a lot of arnica as well. I love arnica. Yeah, arnica. I love arnica. I have it for mm. everything. I do yeah, too. Yeah, half a bug bite. Anything you have, put arnica on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, start there, start there. <laughs> if you want to make a bruise go away, oh my gosh. It's like a miracle. Yeah. yeah. yeah and actually, incredible. I learned about homeopathy since I was three because our family osteopath was a homeopath trained in London. So she was uh, Must have been amazing good then. woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, Jessica, what homeop homeopathy means, the Greek word means, it means the same as. That's right, and, the and same so, as. So if, 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 you, if you've got a bee sting, they mix up something that's the same as. It's, 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 it's homeopathic, the same as. It's, it's the same it's as. The same as. Someone without medication. They lined up the bees? No, no. They, 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 <laughs> what are you talking so about? So they, they treat you with something the same as what your malady is. Right. You know, anybody would have thought we planned this segment. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, for a beasting, you either want apis or leadum. Well, no, but, I just use that as an example, but I'm just saying it's right, homeopathy. Same, yeah, homeopathy, homeopathy yeah. means the same as, you know. I cannot exactly. believe it. Jessica, we're ending this segment already, but it was brilliant, <laughs> wonderful information. Please do send me some bugs, though, and please check Jessica out at earthsongranch.com. David, thank you for being with us. Jessica, Paulette, brilliant job as always. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> We've got to have the Brit back for the rest because that is too much good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and tell David to give me a call. Give her a call. Oh, hey, I'm single. Are you single? <laughs> I'm looking for a, a rich divorcee. There you Sorry, go. I'm not rich. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she knows a lot about a lot of things. So that's okay, good. I'm getting the, you know, so. The thing. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around till the same time next week. <laughs>